What's up, folks? Welcome to the Coffee and Chat Boxes podcast. My name is Richard Spencer. Thank you again for joining me on this episode. So last night, I was doing one of my favorite pastimes, and that's was watching UFC. Now, I'm pretty sure that some of you are into mixed martial arts, and some of you are not, but I had the time of my life last night watching one of my favorite fighters, John Jones, fight. It was really good. But the highlight last night to me was by a guy named Kumaru Usman. Now, he was a UFC fighter. He was born in Nigeria, and he fought for the welterweight championship for the first time last night. And when I say he dominated the fight, he absolutely looked the best uh, he's ever looked in his entire life. And it was amazing to watch. But even more amazing than the talent that he showed, when he was interviewed after winning the championship, that was really eye-opening for me. And I took some lessons from him that I want to share with you. So he talked about uh, his upbringing, about how he didn't have a lot of opportunities to express himself and to view the world in a different light. Um, But now as a champion and because of his hard work, because of his dedication and because because of his consistency, He's now allowing his small daughter the opportunities like that he never had he before. How he and that was really enlightening. His life he wasn't really the, the so best possible life it could be at that age. And he was saying that he laid down the foundation and he laid down the blueprint for his daughter to have a life that he didn't have at that age. So by watching him last night, it reminded me that I'm actually setting a foundation and a blueprint for my little girls. So just like uh, Kamaru, I didn't have like the most chances to see the world, to do a whole bunch of different things, to go to Disney World and things like that. But now I have the opportunity to set the foundation and to show my little girls that they could achieve success, that they could achieve uh, the things that they want in life simply by working hard and simply by having a dedication and a real to go after what they want to go after. So my message to you, if you're a parent, not only are you raising the kids, you're showing them a way of life. You're showing them that, that yes, through hard work, through dedication, through learning, that they could achieve success that they never had before, that they could achieve success that you never had before. And even if you're not a parent, if you're a uncle or a auntie, or if you're just a older brother or an older sister, or if you just know a few kids around you that really look up to you, for you to go after your goals, for you to go after your dreams, you're showing these kids that they can achieve success, that they can have a blueprint to follow, that they can have a role model to look up to in order to be motivated to achieve success in their life. So now I want to talk to you about three components, three things that you can do in order to start a journey of achieving success and overcoming obstacles. Uh, So before we begin, I want you to do one quick thing for me. I want you to go get your favorite pen and paper. Uh, So if you have a notebook, if you have a favorite pen, if you have a pencil, I want you to take time right now, you can pause it uh, and go get those two things. Now, if you're driving, continue to drive. Just remember when you get to your destination, to get that pen and paper out 
um, and to get ready to write down the most important goal in your life right now. So anything that you want to achieve, anything that you want to achieve or overcome, um, it could be absolutely anything. It could be about strengthening a relationship. It could be about healing a relationship that you had with someone else. It could be about your career, whether it's uh, trying to improve your skill set, whether it's trying to climb up the corporate ladder, whether it's trying to have a deeper and stronger relationship with your coworkers, or even something like uh, health. Like, what if you have a health issue that you're trying to overcome? Just write down anything, the number one thing that you're trying to achieve right now. So now that you've written that down, I want to give you a round of applause. I want to congratulate you on taking the first step of achieving success and overcoming obstacles. So I'm pretty sure you guessed it by now. Uh, the first component to achieving success and overcoming obstacles is to write down your goals. Write down what you want to do and what you want to achieve in life. Now, I'm going to tell you why that is so important in life right now. I realize that goals are the fire starters for action. See, writing down goals is a true kickstarter for overcoming obstacles and changing your life forever. Now, just don't take my word for it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that most of you out there know a guy by the name of Tony Robbins. He's probably one of the most famous public speakers in the world right now. And he said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. See, the key thing is nobody achieves their dreams just by dreaming. Dreams plus calculated actions is what turns dreams into reality. So the key thing is you got to take your thoughts, you got to take the things that you want to achieve and get it out of your head and actually write it down. Harvard, Harvard Business Study, they found out that 3% of their graduates from their MBA who had their goals written down ended up earning 10 times as much as the other 97% put together in just 10 years. Now that's amazing. So we're talking about the best of the best, right? Anytime you're thinking about Harvard, you're thinking about people that are super smart, super intelligent, and super driven. But writing down their goals allowed 3% of the graduates to earn more than 97% of the others that went to the same school that they went to. Now, I don't know about you, but that lets me know that there is power in writing down your goals. There is power about getting a pen, getting a paper, and writing down the things that you want to overcome and the things that you want to achieve in your life. So it comes down to this. A vision of the future is the fire we need to take action today. That's why goals are so important. Your goal should describe an amazing future that inspires you to take action right now. Now, I know some people, me included, that might say, uh, you know, I tried this before. I've written down my goals and I didn't achieve my goals. So I really don't really believe in writing down my goals because all I'm doing is setting myself up for failure. Now, I can understand that opinion. I can understand that emotions. 
um, especially if you're looking at past failures in your life. But the thing I want you to remember is that writing down your goals is just one component to success. It's just one component to overcoming the obstacles that you're dealing with right now. Now, let's talk about some best practices that I came up with in order to write down your goals and get you motivated to take action to achieve your goals and overcoming obstacles. The first thing I want to mention is that you should make a ceremony out of it. Like, that's why I say get your favorite pen and your favorite paper or your notebook. So if you don't have a favorite pen, go, go find one. If you don't have a favorite notebook, go find one. Another example for creating a ceremony, I don't necessarily do this, but what if you get your favorite candles, right? Or you have some cool theme music that you can use. Anything that you could do to kind of get you in the mood of setting goals and achieving the things that you want to do. Another best practice is to review your goals at least once a week. It's one thing to write down your goals, but reviewing the things that you want to accomplish can give you that extra power, give you that extra boost, that extra fire that you need to continue down the journey of overcoming obstacles and becoming the best version of yourself. Another thing is you have to have a why. And this is this has been one of the missing pieces that I discovered by listening to others when they talk about writing down your goals. It's one thing to have something that you want to achieve. It's another thing entirely if you know why you want to achieve those goals. Like, for an example, one of my goals is to become a better father and a better example for my daughters. Now, the question is why? The why is because I have been put in the responsibility to raise two young girls in a world that I'm not quite used to. Like the world today is totally different than the world that I was in before. Like I didn't grow up with Facebook. I didn't grow up with Instagram. I didn't grow up with the ability to be in contact with the entire world at one moment. Like my little girl, she loves the iPad, right? She has an iPad mini, she loves it. She almost lives on it day to day. I mean, the closest thing I had to that was a small, I want to say four inch uh, portable TV that was like this huge, black and white. Like that was the only portable thing that I could use for entertainment. So my why for becoming a better father, because I want my daughters to become mature women that know that they can do anything in the world that they put their mind to that they can develop the skill set, they can develop the mindset to overcome any obstacles and to achieve any success that they deem possible in their life. So your why is so important. It can give you that extra boost when you're tired, when you, when you feel like things aren't going your way. Your big why can boost up that fire. It can give you that one extra boost that you need to overcome obstacles and achieve the success that you want. Now, with me, I have a specific way of setting goals. Uh, my way of setting goals is something called OKRs, and that stands for Objectives and Key Results. Now, this was made by a guy that ran Intel months ago, or no, I'm sorry, years ago. And now Google and other companies use these use this way of developing objectives. So the way that I do it is I have an objective, right? One of the objectives is, like I mentioned before, become a better father. 
So after I set that objective, the next thing I do is come up with some key results, things that I can measure, things that I can visually see that I'm doing in order to achieve that objective, in order to achieve that goal. The first one under that objective is spend one-on-one time with my oldest daughter. One-on-one time is really important with anyone that you love. And I've said at least one time a week, or I'm going to, I'm going to spend at least one time a week with just my daughter one-on-one to spend time with her, to listen to her, to talk to her, to see what's going on in her life. Like one thing I'm realizing is that Yes, she's only six years old, but she definitely has a life on her own. She definitely deals with things like peer pressure, pressure from school, friends, enemies, all of the little things that we don't think six-year-olds go through, they actually do go through. So we need to spend time, and me especially, I need to spend time with my daughter to see where she is in life and see if there a way that I can encourage her um, to go down the right path of life. Okay, so we've written down our goals. So what's the next step? The next step is, one, don't drop down your pen just yet. The next step is to write down and complete the next step that you can take to make progress on that goal. So goals are cool, right? Like I say, goals are vital to success. But they are not the only piece you need in order to overcome obstacles and to achieve the success that you want in life. Write down the next step that you need to take. And the key thing is, it can be a small step. It doesn't have to be a big step. Actually, I I really encourage you to not write down a big step because that could kind of scare you away from actually trying to achieve that step. Write something small that you can do either right now or in, in the immediate future that you can do to get you on that journey to achieving that goal. See, one thing I learned about my life is that I can't and I should not underestimate the value of small achievements. Small achievements over time can lead you down a path to overwhelming success in life. Now, when you write down your goals and then take your first step towards achieving that goal, you are literally changing reality. Now that sounds like craziness, right? Like I'm changing reality. Like, yes, you have that power. You have amazing power to change reality. Now, let me give you an example of, of that. So I was at a company right when I got out of school, I went from an internship to a full-time position and it was an amazing opportunity for me to grow, to learn and to mature and to kind of ease my way into corporate America. So the type of work that I was doing was IT work. So I used to go around, uh, drive around, fix printers, fix computers, and do all of those cool stuff uh, that I used to do. And it was cool, and I really appreciated that opportunity. But I knew in my heart that I wanted to be a programmer. I knew that I wanted to create software that people use in in their daily lives. So what did I do? I took the first step to achieving that goal by looking around my area and applying for software development jobs. And I landed landed my first job within about one or two months. And that 
set me down the path to where I'm at now as a senior software developer. And it was an amazing opportunity. Yeah, I took a risk. And I'm going to tell you the funny thing about, about taking that first step. Um, I lost that job six months in, right? Like, the first step wasn't the thing that made me achieve that goal, but it put me on a path to achieving that goal. So the first step might be small. The first steps might be over with in a matter of moments or minutes, but the first step is vital. The first step is the first step. You can't achieve anything without taking that first step, without taking that first action, without taking that first risk in your life. Now, here's another thing about uh, taking a first step. It's a, it's a secret that I discovered. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that you might discover this as well. Conditions won't be perfect. And in fact, they will never be perfect for you. So rather waiting for that perfect condition, rather waiting until you think you know everything about one subject, rather than waiting for the perfect opportunity to do something, go ahead and take that first step in the face of adversity. If you're waiting for a condition to be perfect, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> You'll be dead before you get the chance to take that first step because in life, Life is just not perfect. Life just not, it's it just not perfect conditions at the moment. Like, for an example, like I'm recording this YouTube video right now. I'm recording the podcast right now. And I'm pretty sure in moments it's going to start raining. Like, the sun is going to go down. The clouds is going to come. And I'm going to get a whole bunch of noise that I'm going to have to edit out of the podcast. Conditions are not perfect. But that's not going to stop me from achieving my goals. That's not going to stop me to start that journey of success. Now, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, I suffer from this a lot. The type of person that I am, I feel like if I'm doing something new, if I'm stepping out of my comfort zone in a new arena or a new um, area in life, I feel like I gotta learn everything about that subject before I start. So before I started this podcast, I'm like, okay, I gotta learn what is the, the perfect microphone what is the perfect way to market your podcast? What is the perfect way to speak during a podcast? What is the perfect subject to talk about? And it delayed me a long, long time. Eventually, I realized that conditions won't be perfect. For an example, the, the perfect podcast microphone right now costs $400, and I'm not about to spend $400 on a microphone. I spend maybe $100, not $400. So that condition was not perfect. I had to step out of my comfort zone and step on a battlefield that was not perfect for me and still take that first step. So for you, conditions won't be perfect. Conditions won't be ideal for your situation. Maybe you're trying to go back to college, right? And you don't have the perfect GPA. You don't have the opportunity to earn thousands and thousands of dollars in scholarships. Conditions are not perfect. Don't let that stop you. If you have a goal to, uh, to achieving your degree, don't let your past issues affect who you're going to be in the future. Okay, so now, step three, the last step you need to take in order to start the journey of success. And this 
step is so important because it's easy to write down your goals. Sometimes it's easy to take that first small step in achieving that goals. But it's hard. It's really hard to not allow pushback to stop you from achieving your goals. So step three is prepare for pushback. So the road to achievement is bumping. Remember that guy that I talked to you about that achieved that championship last last night? The road to success for him was bumpy. He had to go through hard times and hard situations in order to get where he was, to get where he at right now. People will betray you. People will doubt you. People will say you're absolutely crazy for doing what you're trying to do. That's pushback. Prepare yourself for those moments because they're going to come. The road to achievement is bumpy. Another thing that I want you to know, if you're taking the first step to achieve your goals, to achieve the things that you want to do, you're courageous. And I want you to get that in your head. Ryan Holiday said in the book, The Obstacle is the Way, he says, we talk a lot about courage as a society, but we forget that at its most basic level, it's really just taking action. Whether that's approaching someone you're intimidated by or deciding to finally crack a book on a subject you need to learn. So if you're taking the first step to achieving your goals, I want to give you another round of applause. I want you to know that you're a courageous person and that you need to continue to be courageous in order to achieve the success that you want. William Bridges once said that, much as we may wish to make a new beginning, some part of us resists doing so as though we were making the first step toward disaster. Making a new beginning is tough. As I mentioned earlier, when you're taking opportunities, when you're taking steps to change, to overcome obstacles, to achieve new levels of life, you're changing your reality. You're changing the physical world around you. That's courageous. You're courageous. Continue to have courage on your journey to success. Now, when I say that the road is bumpy, I'm pretty sure that you got in your head people around you, people that's talking negative to you. And that's part of it. But I want you to know one thing. Most of the resistance for taking the first steps, from continuing on that journey of success, most of that resistance of overcoming obstacles and achieving our goals comes from within. It's come, it comes from within your inner voice that you have in your head. Now, I want you to think about it for one second. When we talk about people talking negative about you, about saying that you're crazy for doing this, you're stupid for leaving that job and starting your new company, like those things are true, right? They are true about what they're saying. But the problem is still inside you. And the root issue is that we allow people to control our emotions, to control our, our nerves to take opportunities and to take chances. We are putting our pride and we put our emotional intelligence into the hands of other people. So at the end of the day, the battle is not with other people. The battle is not with your friends. The battle is not with your significant other. 
The battle is not with your co-workers. The battle is not with uh, the person that you started a company with. The battle is within. The battle is within your head and your heart, your emotions. You're putting your heart and your emotions and how you view yourself in the hands of other people. So at the end of the day, it is you that you have to defeat, honestly, in order to achieve success in your life. Now, I want to talk about with you real quick, the thing that I struggle with a lot when I'm trying to do something new, when I'm trying to take the first steps in overcoming obstacles and achieving the goals that I have set forth in my life. And that is, I'm allowing past failures to stop me from achieving success, from taking the first steps um, to overcome obstacles and to succeed in life. To, I'm going to give you a little background about me. You might not know this, but I'm really good at starting new things. Like, I love starting something new, like a podcast. Like, I love starting something new. Recording video, I love starting something new. But deep down in my head, deep down in my heart, I'm scared at the same time. And that's because I know that in the past, I have started great things that I stopped, that I didn't see to completion. So in other words, I allow me to stop myself from achieving. Like the past failures that I had, I, I'm, I'm constantly reminding myself that you know, you started this cool concept. You know, you had this great concept of starting a company and you didn't complete it. You had this amazing concept for an app and you didn't complete it. The pain of not finishing is still haunting me today. It's still there. It's still in the back of my mind. But I'm learning that I can't change the past but I also can't let the past change me. I can't let it stop me from achieving success. Like I'm 38 years right now, 38 years old right now. There's so many things that I succeeded at and there's so many things that I failed at. I can't allow my past failures to stop me from the goals that I have. Like I can see the vision. I can see where I need to be. I can see where God wants me to be in my life. I can see it clearly. I have my goals. I've written it down. I'm taking steps. I cannot allow the past to sabotage my future. And you cannot allow your past to sabotage your future at all. So it comes down to faith. It comes down to have faith in ourselves to grow and learn. We have to have faith in the fact that our journey would not be in vain. Dr. Martin Luther King once said that, that faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. So you have goals set in front of you. You've written down the first steps that you want to take. You don't see the whole path. You know, you don't see the end results. It takes faith to know that each day when you're taking steps, when you're taking time out of your life to work on your craft, to develop a new skill set, you have to have faith in yourself that you can grow and learn and mature. And you also have to have faith that this journey that you're on, this attempt, this big attempt in changing reality 
It's not in vain that you can succeed. Like, yes, you can succeed at overcoming obstacles. You can achieve the things that you want to achieve in life. And when I say you, I'm also talking to me because I need that encouragement as well. The journey can be long. Like we always talk about one hit wonders, right? We never talk about the five years in which they struggle, the five years in which nobody believed in themselves, the five years in which they had doubts at moments. We have to have faith in the journey. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things that's hoped for and the things that are not seen. We have to have faith that we can achieve the things that we don't necessarily see with our physical eyes. So I'm going to leave you with this quote that I've been thinking about um, for a while now. If people say you're not smart enough or skilled enough, if your mind tell you it's silly and you're dreaming too big, but your soul, your, your body, your, your mind, your heart is telling you that you have no choice but to do it, do it. Don't listen to the people. Don't listen to yourself. Listen to your soul. Your soul will tell you what you need to do in your life. Do it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to be bumpy. But you got to have faith that this journey is not in vain. You got to have faith that you can grow and learn and succeed. That's all I got for you this week. Three steps, three steps in order to start the journey of success. So I'm looking forward to continuing this journey with you. If you got any comments, just let me know. Talk to me. I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's Richard T. Spencer on Instagram, I believe. You can check out Coffee and Chat Boxes on Instagram. I'm planning on putting out some YouTube videos soon, so leave some comments. Uh, reach out to me. Let's talk. Let's develop a community of people that, on, that are on a journey to success.